0: Let's get ready to argue. Welcome everybody. We are here at the Battle Royale of Superflex Arguments. In our my and StreamYard right corner, we have Rocky Petrella at Dynasty FF Addict here to argue that you don't need early rounds quarterbacks. You don't need those stud quarterbacks. Is he right? You know who thinks he's wrong. StreamYard left, we have John, Superflex dude, hog here to argue his QBX strategy. Now, first, fellas, shake hands, <laughs> bop gloves, Walk. go to your corners, curtsy, do something. I don't know. Acknowledge each other's existence. Uh, first, Dap. there you go, Dap. Right? There go. Because That's this nice. is going to be on the Dap network. Nice. I love it, Rocky. <laughs> always thinking, always thinking. Uh, so, first things first. This is a killer crossover episode. This is going to be Super Flex City. This is going to be the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network. So we're going to have to play a little bit friendly, just a little bit. We don't want to be too friendly. Cause like I said, we're here to argue. I don't, there's none of this nice stuff. There's like, you know, I get where you're coming from, but no, no, you point, <laughs> you make angry faces. And man, I'm really glad this isn't live video wise, but okay. So let's start Rocky first. Say a little, you know, introduce yourself, say hi. I already gave your Twitter handle, but do it again. And then explain your quarterback strategy in a few yeah. words, because you're going to you're going to go back and forth. But let's let's get the ideas out there right now.
1: OK, yeah, uh, I'm Rocky at Dynasty FF Addict on Twitter, like Russ said. Uh, Russ is co-host on the Trade Addicts and, and uh, host of the Dynasty Junkies. And basically, it just boils down to that I think, uh, especially in the startups, the QBs tend to be overvalued in Superflex. Um, there's perceived extra scarcity, uh, but all QBs score a lot of points. I'm okay getting them later. I, I think that you can make up that with – it's better to go and get the elite talent at the other positions because you're going to be able to get scoring from the QB position anyway. Uh, I, I'm definitely about starting two or three you know getting two or three i know some people say you know some people are going to end up with one qb out of the, the startup that's never me but uh you make it up at the other positions you're going to get plenty of scoring from quarterback and uh, we'll get more into the details of that later but that's basically what it boils down to for me is i can wait until that qb two range i can flip qbs from year to year and and make it work and everyone i think should be able to do that as well
0: all right. thanks Rocky. John Superflex Flex
2: dude. Oh. Flex dude. Yeah, man. Rock uh props to you for still wanting to do this because uh the the wind is the wind has shifted after this 2020 season.
1: I have thoughts I, on that by the way too, but I want to keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: No, I I mean I think that that's going to be an important piece to all of this um and it, you know, but you know we were we just compiled d l f mocks uh d l f super flex a d p and three four five six seven eight quarterbacks in the first round uh with uh two more in the the first uh two picks of the second round like it it's it's gonna be tough to convince people not to go quarterback early so uh, I <laughs> this this I, I I think that the piece that I really want to emphasize tonight is quarterback often. Um, I know that that's not necessarily the part that you're gonna you're gonna hold me to the quarterback early part, and I fully <laughs> I fully anticipate that. And Damn straight. Uh, I'm I'm ready for <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm ready for that. But you know the 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 important piece is going quarterback often. And that's a big a big part of why we go quarterback early is to, that I mean, if you're going to get the five quarterbacks minimum uh, that I'm proposing, it start you, you have to start early. You have to start in the first round, or else you're just going to run out of time. So the the kind of the the legs, I guess, of this table that is quarterback extreme, it's. You know, there's the trade value, uh, trading a quarterback straight across for non-quarterbacks. After the after the startup, the value is just off the freaking charts for a quarterback, and I mean it's almost impossible to trade for a quarterback without giving one up. So that's the second piece is the trade value in, you know, moving down from one quarter, downgrading from quarterback from one to another and being able to upgrade at other positions. And then the third is just the fact that I don't know that I even want to trade my quarterbacks, even when I've got five, six, seven of them, because I can stream quarterbacks within my roster and create a massive advantage, which I intend to prove tonight uh, at the quarterback and super flex position that just negates anything that you're going to be able to do with your running backs, wide receivers and tight ends.
0: Okay, so real quick, let's get the one easy part out of the way. The one that part that I'm sure you kind of both agree on, because I don't want much agreeing on this on this show right now. How many quarterbacks do you want to leave a startup with? How many quarterbacks do you feel safe on your roster with, Rocky? Uh,
1: I want to leave with three. If for some reason I end up with two I'm really confident in, um, which doesn't happen that often because – I, I don't draft the high end ones. Um, I'm okay with two, um, but I, I do have a couple rosters. Would say uh, uh, like a, a Russ and a Tannehill. I'd be fine with the, the, just those two or something like that. Uh, guys, I think are secure and, and going to score me a decent amount of points. But generally, I want to leave with three and uh, starting quarterbacks. Uh, I, I don't. I do generally have more than three quarterbacks on my roster. Part of my strategy too is to pick up some of the high end backups. Um to hopefully, you know, they become something as well. But three. And I'm sure John's gonna say more. Oh yeah. Five. <laughs> five,
2: five minimum. And and with five, it, it guarantees that you've got a quarterback at the super flex position at all times, even if you've got injuries and or bye weeks. It also gives you the freedom. I, and again, I don't know that this is something that I necessarily am going to pursue at any point, but it gives you the freedom to trade away a quarterback without getting one in return. So it, it, it opens up a trade market and it, I mean, you're really with five quarterbacks, you're going to be the only one in a position to do it, to be able to trade away a quarterback and not get one in return and, and be able to take advantage of that max value.
1: My thing with that, though, is the the trade value. I I just think most people don't want to trade for especially a high end quarterback with Mm -hmm. without people look to upgrade a quarterback sometimes. I don't. But um, Mm -hmm. but uh, I don't see them very often trying to give you a big haul for, say, Deshaun Watson without sending a quarterback on the way. So generally, if you're going to even be able to do that, it's going to be. Somebody on the lower end, you're going to trade like a, a you know, a Daniel Jones, like uh, Russ was saying earlier or something like that. And you're not going to get as much in return there anyway.
2: That's, that's definitely what, sh- what people should do. Um, and, and I think that you're right in that it, that's what happens the most because that's really what people can afford to do. The problem is, you know, there's, there's, there's so much psychology behind QBX And, you know, we're we're really kind of preying on that a little bit Um, because, you know, if if somebody else started off their draft, their startup with, you know, Christian McCaffrey and then came back with, you know, Nick Chubb, just built this stud lineup of wide receivers and running backs. And then, you know, you're a clear contender, but you punted quarterback. Now you're stuck with. You know Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, are your two quarterbacks. You know you're going to look at this roster and say the one thing that I'm missing are those high end quarterbacks. So you know that's the that's the move I need to make. I need to be trading for those quarterbacks that fit with this roster. And it, it, it's just a it, it is it is a fallacy for sure because. I mean, it's going to cost you most of that stud lineup to get that quarterback that you're after that you think, you know, that you think you deserve with the rest of this roster.
1: But I, yeah, I just don't think that you see, you're going to the extreme there of like T- Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. That's not always the area that that, that I'm living, like right now. Um, I'm trying to pull up the QB ADP to some guys I would like be going like you could get like uh, Kirk Cousins and. uh who else is in that range? Matthew Stafford um, is probably still at a high end QB two range at this point, maybe low end one. I'm not the deal at ADP hasn't a QB 16, but I, I don't know if how much of that was pre-trade or not or what, but so, I mean, if I have cousins in Stafford, I'm not, I'm not desperate for a quarterback. I still may have gotten them a little later and I still may have a great lineup surrounding them. So, I think you exaggerated sometimes to make your point that it's not necessarily Drew Lock and Teddy Bridgewater. There's a lot of guys you can get in those ranges um, that aren't as bad as Drew Lock and Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not waiting to usually. I don't advise waiting till QB 20 or, or QB 22 to draft your first quarterback.
0: Okay, so, the- so no, 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 because no. we're not. <laughs> not we're going to break this up a little bit because I don't want to. You know blow our wad in the first 10 minutes and then have nothing to talk about. So <laughs> I want to bring up a little bit, because you, you guys kept referencing trades a little bit. And since this is me, I want to talk about trades a little bit. And I know ADP value doesn't necessarily at all really equal trade value, but really what you're doing, especially at the top of the draft, is saying, "Who? what do I value more right now? Because assuming you're not dead set on a strategy you're going to take the best player available but right now it goes uh pick six justin herbert pick seven saquon barkley pick eight jonathan taylor let's say you hold justin herbert in your hands are you accepting a trade of saquon barkley or jonathan taylor for justin herbert right now uh john
2: no definitely not um and and you know, the the scarcity of the quarterback position sets in. This is why we say that quarterbacks are always cheapest in the startup. You're never going to get them cheaper. Um, and it's because that scarcity sets in that scarcity that wasn't there when you know when you were drafting Justin Herbert or where when you were drafting Saquon Barkley over Justin Herbert, for instance. That, you know, at the time you had the entire quarterback position available to you. And so it was easy to say, all right, well, Saquon Barkley is, is, you know, one of the top running backs available. Justin Herbert, and in, 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 I know this is going to be a point that Rocky's going to make throughout this, this episode, which is that Justin Herbert, as great as he is, as young as he is, it's not like he's going to outscore Kirk Cousins, for instance, on a weekly basis. You know, if, if he does, if his points per game ends up being greater than Kirk Cousins, it's only going to be by a couple points. So it's pretty easy to tell yourself, you know, Kirk Cousins is is still out there. I'm not taking a huge hit at quarterback, and I'm getting a bigger return at running back. The problem is, you know, everybody's in that exact same situation. Kirk Cousins is available to everybody, not just you. (laughs) You don't have exclusive rights to Kirk Cousins just because you passed on Justin Herbert. And once the startup is over and all those quarterbacks are gone, there's no other way to acquire one. You can find running backs on waivers. You can find wide receivers on waivers. We do it all the time. Every single year, these guys, especially the running back position, comes off of waivers. Or, you know, you can still trade for them relatively cheap. What you're not going to be able to do is find an NFL starting quarterback. There's only 32 of them. So that scarcity sets in, and gives every quarterback a value bump above what their ADP would indicate. The Superflex theorem that I created—I mean, it's basically saying that you go back and look at a quarterback taken in the third round, think about what type of player it would take for you to give up, or, or to to get in return to give up that quarterback. It's going to be a first-round player. It's going to be a first-round running back or a first-round wide re- wide receiver. It's a two-round bump across okay. the
0: board. I, it needs to be pointed out that John Hogue just quoted himself in an argument. Yes. and I'm going to do a point, lot of that. <laughs> and at that point, we're going to toss it back over to Rocky. First, answer the initial question, and then I'll let you reply to the stuff that John went on after that. Uh, let's say you hold Justin Herbert in your hands post draft, someone offers you either Saquon Barkley or Jonathan Taylor straight up for Justin Herbert. Do you say yes?
1: First of all, as I said, I think very, very, very few people would actually do that. Um, but if they did, uh, I probably would take it. Um, it, I, I would want to keep myself at at least two quarterbacks, but I don't know if I necessarily because. I think post startup, a lot of people do think like John do. I might even see if I could get more or get a very low end quarterback back with them. Um, But uh, I don't think that I don't think that I would mind doing that though, because yeah, I, I would prefer the running back. As long as I still have at least two quarterbacks that I'm okay with. Um, And actually, even if I didn't, I would, because now that I think about it, because I'm sure that I could get then even if I didn't get a, a low end quarterback with them, I could get, a Matt Ryan or, or something like that. A, somebody low end Ben Roethlisberger, somebody that I could at least fill in there. And uh, for probably a very small re- uh, return that I'd have to give up for, for say a Roethlisberger or something like that. So I I'd still get Saquon and then I'd probably give up some other smaller piece that I don't care about. I don't even know if people are going to demand a, a one, even though he's a starting quarterback for someone like Roethlisberger or somebody in the twenties at this point. Um, so, yeah, I probably would, and then I'd, I'd, I'd refresh uh, whenever I needed to. Um, I also – I like that he brought up the scarcity issues. I know that's one of the big things with it. And I, I, to me, it's – that implies that there's not scarcity at the other positions. Uh, I mean, how many how many tight ends do you want to start? Uh, there's like three tight ends in the whole league. There's uh, – how many running back? how many out of the top 24 running backs do you want to start? I know there's more bodies, but – It's not like these other than wide receiver. It's not like these other positions are not scarce in terms of people you'd actually want to start Uh, just because there's only 32. I mean, there's really not 32 running backs. You want to start, you can put someone in there and theoretically you can put someone in the super flex spot. That's not going to score as many points either. So I, I think the scarcity issue is a little overrated as well because it's not just quarterback that's scarce, uh, just because we have to start two of them, and there's only 32 in a given week, exactly. Just, I mean, who's the 33rd running back I'm starting? Like, uh, you know, Ito Smith or something. I, I don't want to start those guys either. So, uh, I, I did want to respond to that.
2: Well, the the top end is scarce ish. I mean, you know, the, there's there's only one Christian McCaffrey. There's, you know, Saquon Barkley. Jonathan Taylor obviously snuck into that range. Um, we've still got Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb up there. But the the problem is, like, what's, what's the James Robinson equivalent of a quarterback? What's the Antonio Gibson equivalent? And where are you going to find that in a quarterback? Like, even the guys who... You know, we would consider deep sleepers like that. They're still on rosters. If they're a starting NFL quarterback or there's a path for them to start it at quarterback, they're going to be on a roster in dynasty. So, you know, while it's, it's hard to find those stud running backs. It, I mean, that still happens by the way, but you know, it, you, you can find a running back who can fill in for a week for you. You can't find that at quarterback.
0: I, I, okay. I, okay. I'll, no, go ahead. Go ahead. If you have a response to that, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, I, I, that makes sense, but I do think that you can, like I said, if you're absolutely desperate, you, and you've done what I've done, you probably have a lot of good starting players, and, and you might be able to fill in with the equivalent, you know, the drop off from an RB3 to a, you know, from what you're talking about to like a QB to a wide receiver two or something. It, i mean it's it's not great but it, it's not there's it a big drop off with the running backs as well
2: wait you're not telling you're not telling me that no i don't want to start a
1: non positional player in the superflex but i'm just saying uh,
2: we're we're not going to go it's that not like you're
1: getting zero points because there's no quarterbacks is my point
2: you're not getting zero points but man like you might as well be like you're you're putting at that point you're putting because it's it's not going to be your wide receiver 3 right you're it's if you're starting two wide receivers and then you've got three flex spots and a super flex spot, it's it's your your top two wide receivers are already starting. Then you fill the flex spots. Then you fill the super flex spot with your, you know, what's that? Your sixth best wide receiver. And they have to make up. So I, I actually kind of looked this up. I've, I've been doing some research for this on this for a variety of reasons, but for the, the, for a minimum of 10 games played the average score of a quarterback, a fantasy score per week for a quarterback in 2020 was 18.02 points. I, I have a hard time believing that you're so deep at wide receiver that you can even get within 10 points with your sixth quarterback of an average quarterback score.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I agree with that. And like I said, I'm not looking to do that. I'm just saying – and I also think, too, that you could trade uh, if you – again, I'm never trying to put myself in the position where I only have one quarterback, and I usually don't only, even only have two. Um, but if something happens because of of you know drafting them later and you get an injury or something like that and you don't have five, uh, that you could probably then uh, even trade, say, that wide receiver three – plus maybe a little bit for for again one of those lower end guys so that you could fill the quarterback spot if you needed to but i just i still just think that especially when we're talking from the startup uh perspective um i just think that other positions are just as scarce when you're drafting um and even afterwards you can you can fill in by trade um if you have to again i don't And again, you can start a non-quarterback, but it's not something I would advise either. I'm with you on that. I never want to start just one quarterback.
0: All right. So I want to just get a couple of smaller questions out there just to see if it takes us in different directions. Does either of your strategies change at all, whether it is four points per touchdown or six points per touchdown? Uh, Rocky, I think it's your turn to go first.
1: No, mine doesn't really. Um, It's still the same within the – The quarterback position and you can still get points from from those other quarterbacks uh if you're drafting and the the fallacy is too that 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 john likes to say that i'm getting these horrible quarterbacks drew lock and teddy bridgewater and and whoever else those are Um, objectively
2: bad quarterbacks oh no they are i'm not saying they're not
1: i'm saying though that doing this doesn't mean you end up that way you can like uh you can get. Guys. I I I did a little research myself, John, and Ooh, uh, we're wait. fancy That's up later. in here. <laughs> um, and, and I don't have fancy points per game numbers, but I was looking at ADP. Um, if you just go back to last August, yeah. okay, and it, I could have gotten Rodgers at fourteen. I could have gotten Cousins at twenty one. I could have gotten Tannehill at twenty two. I could have gotten Justin Herbert at 25. This is last August when we, theoretically we should have had some idea what the hell we're doing. Right. And I could have gotten Brady at 26. Uh, I think every single one of those guys finishes a QB one.
0: So. Right. Wait, wait, hold on. You're talking within the QB position because for a second I thought. You were saying that Tom Brady was getting drafted in oh, no, the 26th no, no, no. overall yeah, spot. Th- that's okay. That's just QB ADPs. Yeah, it broke my brain, and I know that's I am 10:45 at night and I'm exhausted. But just in case <laughs> anyone was listening, was just as confused as I am. Just pointing yeah, it that out was there.
1: my point that I could. I'm sorry. Yeah, QB 14:21, etc. And and uh, at the same, a, the same ADPs last August. the uh, Same ADP pulling from that. I mean, there's definitely we're screwing up in the earlier parts too. Wentz was at seven. Uh, Baker was at nine. Matt Ryan was at 10. Um, so, so it's not always right there. I, I think there were some others that I didn't throw in there that were a little iffy to include, but I think we're not as good at forecasting either quarterback security or quarterback production any more than we are in a lot of other you know positions. So, mm-hmm. When you say about the, you know, the quarterbacks that I'm starting, there's still, like I said, I could have done that. I could have done what I do and drafted three QB ones last year in August.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's you also. You just as easily could have ended up with Drew Locke and, and Teddy Bridgewater, objectively bad. Look, if you ever. just draft
0: the right guys, you'll win every time. Right.
2: Yeah. And but I mean to me that's that helps make the argument for uh, for for going quarterback heavy to get more of them just to make sure that you've got the right mix of guys every single week. You know that's that's kind of what we're going for when I talk about you know streaming within your roster. That's not a luxury that you're going to have if you have three of them. You know if one of them's on by or one of them's injured. I mean you're starting whoever you've got and regardless of how their season's going, regardless of their matchup, and you know, it, it just it it creates a huge advantage when you're able to to kind of cherry pick matchups. And again, just just the the very basic act of being able to keep a quarterback at the super flex position at all times. You know, without having to go out and make a trade every time somebody gets hurt, somebody, you know, somebody's on by. I know that you don't run into that all the time. You're still you're still advocating for three quarterbacks, which to some people is probably going to be a little still a little bit heavy. But for me, you know, that's why that's why I like to have five of them, because like you said, we're not great at 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 forecasting this. And in fact, age goes into it way too much. Like that's how you know the guys that you mentioned ended up falling so far. You're talking about older quarterbacks that you know people are people are are avoiding just because of their age. And and I'm with you there that like that's that's a mistake. But
1: and it's something even, to take advantage of.
2: <laughs> yeah. But even even with those older guys, we don't know for sure. Drew Brees looked like absolute crap this year. And it, it probably is, that's probably going to be the end of the road for him. So somebody took him in the same range as Tom Brady last year and, you know, instead of Tom Brady, very likely, and just got absolutely crushed. And now they're down a quarterback. So, you know, it, it to me, it's, it's less about trying to find the guys who are going to be highly productive. And it's just about having enough guys. To sustain it, even if, even if your guys aren't as productive as you had hoped. All right, and Real this-
0: quick before, hold on. Let's. I want to go back to the original question, John. Oh, Does yeah. the amount of points per touchdown affect the way you draft?
2: Um, no, because I'm, you know, I'm already, I, I, I mine's already extreme. So, like, I don't, uh-huh. I don't think that it, um, it I. I, I guess the only way that it really changes things for me is I'm probably going to prioritize, you know, passing, uh, you know, passing quarterbacks, um, pocket quarterbacks and uh, pocket passers and, and, you know, passing quarterbacks with mobility rather than running quarterbacks who from time to time actually throw the ball. I, you know, Lamar Jackson drops down within the quarterback uh, within the quarterback position for me, but yes, um, just because somebody replaces him, you know?
1: And uh, just two things I wanted to say and reply to what John said. It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, basically my point is, and I get what you're saying about the the five, you know, streaming. I want to get into that too, but um, the, the picking them early, we can get it just as, wrong, especially in the long-term, just as wrong as picking them later. Um, so that that's why I like to wait, because there's definitely, I, I, I can do this again. I, I, I also pulled up AP ADP from two years ago and can give you a bunch of guys that, that in the top 12 that are not working out the way you hoped when you drafted them. Um, but, uh, and the streaming thing, it sounds great, but a with three, you can at least play matchups. So they're not always going to be great matchups for two of them necessarily. Um, but hopefully they will. And, and, there is injury, but I do believe I do think in general quarterbacks get injured less than than certain other positions. Um, and the five, though, the big thing with me is that is, is the price you're paying at the other positions. If you're drafting five in like eight or nine or ten rounds, you're you're losing out on a lot of those other positions.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: OK, so let's you made me forget my question. OK, <laughs> no. All right. I got it. I got it. I, I pulled it back in. I pulled it back in. Um, right. John, let's yeah. start with you. Let's say there's a startup that the two of you are in together. You know that you, John Ho, QBX early and often. You know Rocky is waiting. I can't, I'm not going to say around number because we know that saying dra- drafting QBs late doesn't necessarily mean around. It means, you know, QBs within. The, the number of QBs. I'm um, glad you pointed
1: that out because that is a big thing with me. It's not that I'm waiting till round seven; it's that I'm waiting till the 13 to 24 area generally.
0: Yeah, I think we all listen to the late round podcast with JJ Zacharyson, <laughs> who who begs and pleads <laughs> people to understand that every single episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, does knowing that you're in a league with Rocky, who you know is going to wait, does that make you okay waiting a little bit, or mm-hmm. are you hammering harder? Trying to be like, Yo, Rocky! Look, I have seven, and you got none.
1: This is going to happen, by the way.
2: Yeah, we tech, tech mobile. <laughs> yeah, the, the problem with gonna... that one though is it's less about like what Rocky's going to. do. I know what Rocky's going to do. Um, the it's it's everybody else who's in it. Scott Sidlow's in that. J Mike's in that. Um, yeah, I mean Rocky could tell you the the whole yeah, roster, but,
1: from the B team, yeah,
2: yeah. There's there's a <laughs> there's a bunch of guys there who you know who are familiar with QbX and who are probably going to try and block me from it just you know just to fuck with me and and uh, that's that makes it tougher uh, what Rocky does and and honestly at the end of the day what everybody else does I, I mean they can try and keep me from QBX it's not gonna work like i I'm just I know that this is the roster construction that works for me. I've tried. I, it I was just
1: going to ask you this. So, if, if everyone's going, cute, like, say everyone's doing the exact opposite of me, and
0: there's like. Rocky, if... I'm the <laughs> moderator. Stop stealing my next question. <laughs> okay. You want to ask it then, Ras? No, no. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. So, let's say you're picking 11th or 12th in a startup draft. Yeah. And yeah. let's yeah. say the. Yeah. What is it? He's 10th I, in that took, particular startup that we're so, in I mean, let's say nine QBs go first. Yep. Are you taking QB ten over Christian McCaffrey over Saquon Barkley over? I mean, Devontae Adams is still my wide receiver one. Like, yeah. so you are going to take what? Like Russell Wilson? Man. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Seahawks <laughs> fan. I probably shouldn't have Wilson that low. Uh, <laughs> like, I can't think of like. Hold on. Let me, Let's. Well, I mean, I have the ADP up here. Let's real quick go find QB ten. Um, yeah, right. Russell Wilson Shootsy scores um, <laughs> And it's funny because 11 is Aaron Rodgers and we know the answer would be yes For that uh, so what you're telling me Is at At that turn where you're picking at the 110 and What is it like 203 yep. You will take Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson passing up Literally the running back one and wide receiver One for the QB 10 and 11 yeah. And still feel good about the construction of your team Yeah
2: I mean, to take it a step further, that's the only way I'm going to feel good about it. Like, even though
1: I, you're going to end up with less than elite talent at almost every position then. Yeah. Because you're not even getting elite quarterbacks
0: really then.
2: Um, I mean, those are still elite. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the best. The best human being on the face of the earth.
0: I was about to say you 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 brought this question into a very dangerous territory. That that's not where this was meant to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's
1: uh, I, you know, Rogers did have an MVP season, so I'll give you that. But you you've had your own issue, I know,
0: with Russell Wilson. So. But no, okay, no. I, yeah. Let's let's ride the wave of what you were saying. That people know you. Mm-hmm. They plan to be in drafts with you, so someone takes yeah. Aaron Rodgers before that. So right now. You would be stuck
2: with Russell they, Wilson
0: and Jalen Hurts, or Ryan
2: Tannehill. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm still doing it. It just I I I don't feel comfortable if I don't have my quarterbacks. And if if they're going that quarterback crazy, if everybody else is trying to go QBX just to keep me from it, I mean Rocky's going to clean up on running back. Oh. Although, like, I mean, I think that we're gonna, (laughs) I think we're gonna. Almost spit out my water on that one. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes would be lighting up. (laughs) (laughs) They, they (laughs) did at the hypothetical. That's what
0: made almost made me spit my water out. You
2: are like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I, I think that it sounds to me like we're more likely to force Rocky to take a quarterback before he wants to than you know uh, than uh, me being. Pushed off of the quarterbacks. Like, if everybody's going QBX to keep, to try and keep me from doing it, then I mean, your, your, your one chance to get a quarterback and get back into this thing is in the second round. You know, the quarterbacks that you're, that you're talking about and that you're targeting, it's going to be, you know, at the end of the second round, that's where you're going to have to get them. So, um, you know, I, I I think that there's going to be more influence on, on that strategy. The, the, you know, try and wait on quarterbacks, because if the entire league is going that quarterback heavy, I, you know, I know that the only way for me to get my quarterbacks is to do it early.
1: I do agree with that. I do think because, like I said, I like to do it positionally, not I'm not waiting till a certain round. So it, pro- it might definitely force me, to, especially my first quarterback, I might try and play chicken a little longer uh, after that. to see how see what i could get away with but i also wanted to mention you kind of mentioned at the top of the show um about the uh the winds changing and i I, i'm very curious to see if that's if that's a permanent thing because i I just had this feeling that this could be temporary because a we had a lot of good young quarterbacks score well last year and b right now there's like even ones that aren't technically open, there's at least 10 quarterback positions in flux. So I think a lot of people are viewing it. You know, we you, you mentioned everybody worries about the scarcity and I, I think people are viewing it as like a pool of 20 to, to 22 guys now, because after that, you're not even sure like, is, is Jimmy Garoppolo still starting? Is Derek Carr still starting? Is, right. is this guy still starting? So I think these February uh, and March startups are, might not be a, even a true representation of what we see even by like July or
2: August. But when I you have
0: Marcus Mariota <laughs> nipping at your heels, yeah, you don't feel safe, right. Derek Carr. <laughs>
2: <right>. Better not.
0: <laughs> the yeah, last two, but, the last two Mariota. Shooters. But when you, know the, <laughs> when you know who the
1: when you know who the the New Orleans starter is, and when you know who you know starter that that Derek Carr is still starting at least, and he's an option for you later, I, I think people might not be so gung ho that I have to get one of these guys in the first round or, or two of them in the first two or three rounds and things like that.
2: Yeah, I I agree with you. And, and, you know, when I say I I know that we're not supposed to agree with each other, but (laughs) like this, this one feels pretty obvious when, you know, there's there's what did we say, eight, nine quarterbacks going in the first round, whatever it is Um, that that ADP that's not sustainable. So people aren't actually going quarterback extreme they're just going quarterback early. Mm-hmm. I, I think that a lot of people are still ending up with two or three quarterbacks max and you know I, I think that there's a missed opportunity by the um by the way well, multiple missed opportunities. If you're not going to go quarterback heavy if you're not going to do the the that part of QBX you probably shouldn't do the 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 other half either. You shouldn't go quarterback early. Like what Rocky's saying has validity in, in that you're still going to find usable quarterbacks later. Um, That's, that's why I say like the, the part that I really wanted to push is quarterback often getting five of them um, minimum, because, you know, there's going to be an opportunity here to find some guys who people aren't really counting as starting NFL quarterbacks who are absolutely going to end up in jobs, but just the fact that they don't have it right now or their job is being threatened is kind of scaring people off of them. And, you know, like you said, there's only a, there's a pool of 20 quarterbacks right now that people actually feel good about. People don't feel good about, you know, Drew Locke. And I don't feel good about Drew Locke, but Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, like those guys are going to be NFL starters, but they're not right now. And that freaks people out (laughs) and is pushing them off of them. Real
0: quick, just to, you know, ground this out of evergreen tweet, evergreen uh, shows and everything. In the Trade Addicts 9 startup, we just had our first non-quarterback go. Well, technically the 101 went at 106, by the way. So Trevor Lawrence just went at 106, which is kind of crazy. But Jonathan Taylor was the first non-quarterback taken at 108.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I, that's, that's the way a lot of startups are going to go, but I agree with Rocky, you know, once this NFL draft is over, once free agency is over and we get back to the position that we were in, in the summer of 2020, where all of these starting spots are, are settled, you know, I think that you're, you're going to start to see them slip back into the second and third round.
0: Okay, Um. now let me spin this around my question for John back to you, Rocky. Uh, let's say you're picking at the 110 area and you're magically in a draft where two quarterbacks go, but you know three wide receivers, three running backs go. Are you going to take the running back four or five? Are you going to take Dalvin Cook or – I'm blanking on who – I'm going to just say Calvin Ridley cause I love Calvin Ridley even though that's way too high. Are you going to take, are, are, or DK, are you, going, man, what? DK DK's wide receiver three, baby. Um, like, are, nice. All right. That's what he has in ADP. Uh, but like, are you going to stick with your later QB over, are, are you going to take these fourth or fifth at their positions over Kyler Murray or Deshaun Watson?
1: Probably not actually. Um, Again, I'm not going to draft five, but uh, well, my whole thing is about the value you're getting. And and I think you're going to get, especially, like I said, what's happening now is a dream for me, actually,
2: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> because of all the value it's pushing down. Um, but uh, I'm willing to, t- I will take QBs high if I think the value is okay. If I'm getting, like you said, if there's a magical draft where I'm getting, uh, you know, Kyler at, at Two hundred one or something, then then yeah, I'll take that value. That's still good value. Um, I, I'm not saying I hate quarterbacks or I don't like having good quarterbacks. I just think you can get good enough quarterbacks later, and generally, you're not going to be able to get the high end quarterbacks where I'm willing to take them. Even even before this year, um, they were going high enough that that I'd rather get the the elite talent at running back um especially now um wide receiver is is so deep I, i'm i'm probably going generally running back in those early rounds uh i'm also a big elite tight end guy i think that i think that gives you a bigger advantage than even other than Mahomes at that anything at quarterback is getting a kelsey or or a waller or or a kittle so um so yeah i mean if, if, if all those guys are getting taken then then yeah I, i'm not going to just pass on it, just to say I always draft quarterbacks late. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then and then if uh, people start drafting more, then I'll uh, I'll keep waiting for my second one. And if they they keep drafting all the positional players, then I'll I guess I'll draft like uh, Deshaun Watson in the third. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I mean if Deshaun Watson falls to the third, I, I mean that's where I start to get on board with your strategy a little bit because I feel like I'm. Still, no, we all done. know
1: that's not happening. <laughs> it,
2: it, yeah, it, it it would never happen. You, you remember Scott Fishbowl two
0: years ago? I, I took Patrick Mahomes at the one oh six, and then no QBs went to the beginning of the third,
2: and I wanted yeah. to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sucked. But that's the, and, and that's why I have to put on blinders and say, you know what? I know that this is this is the only thing that works for me. I I can't worry about the external forces that can't influence what I'm doing because at the end of the day, you know, as much as I'm passing on value to get my quarterbacks, I know that I, I have to have those quarterbacks. I don't want to get caught at the end of a run and end up missing out on, you know, some of the depth that I know that I need uh in order to manage my roster correctly.
1: And Russ, if you don't mind me doing this here, uh, going back to the the trade thing, because I know you you love to talk about it from a trade angle, because we've been talking a lot from the startup angle, it's like, I know know John's not pushing this part as hard as well um, anymore, but I do feel that most people would feel more comfortable. They might like the idea of doing what you're doing, but Mm -hmm. they, they like the idea of then trading some of them after the fact, because they think they'll get more value for them. And I just a I don't I, I like trading, but I don't like a, a strategy where I might feel forced to have to get a good return for something. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have just taken that return in the first place, especially. And I, I think it's a lot easier for me and for most people to then rather than try and force a return for these quarterbacks you drafted is to just. You can get; they're not as unattainable as, especially in the off season. In season, I see what you're saying, and in, in the off season, they're a lot more obtainable, even through trade. I think. Than, in the what season? I'm sorry. In the non-point. Sc- I I, I got to get used to that. I I, I should be <laughs> saying that all the time. The non-point scoring season, but like I, I just got the. I had a league. Yeah, you know doing what I do? I had like Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees. And I think Philip Rivers is my other quarterback. So obviously I'm I'm in a little bit of a, a pickle here. Uh, and I recently just traded for Matt Ryan. I gave up like Zach Moss and Tony Pollard and like some wide receiver. I can't even remember who it is.
0: So, I mean. Some guy named Justin Jefferson. I've never heard of him before. It's such a plain <laughs> name, though.
1: It, it was Crowder, Crowder type or something like that. Um, and so you can get them. I mean, you can get them in the, especially, like I said, especially in the non-point scoring season. Uh, there's always teams that are, are, uh, looking to, to retool, rebuild, uh, want to get rid of a Matt Ryan, want to get rid of a Ben Roethlisberger, um, or even like a, a Drew Locke, like you said, he could still be a starter this year. You could probably get him for very little right now. Um, relatively speaking for quarterbacks. I mean, I would imagine you could probably get him for a second. Um, so, yeah, I just, I just think that, that the, the extreme strategy kind of forces you to want to get this big haul, whereas waiting and then cycling through them year to year, you, you give up modest returns to get a quarterback that uh, you hope – even Matt Ryan, I could see a scenario where he gets into the low-end QB1 range. Um, so I just think that's a little bit more – palatable uh, especially for me but just in general to, to the general community out there what do you think
2: oh for sure yeah i mean that's that this is part of why i had to start emphasizing a little bit more you know the idea of streaming within your roster and and there is a huge advantage to be to be created by doing that so you know if you if you go qbx you know being comfortable with having all those like taking all those quarterbacks into the season being okay with the amount of room they're they're taking up which by the way you can clear the room for them by going minimalist at wide receiver and there's kind of no real reason not to but you know you you if you feel if you feel comfortable having those guys and if you recognize the advantage that it creates having five of them and having the ability to play matchups on a weekly basis, then you don't feel that, that pressure to trade them away because I've heard from so many people. Yeah. I went quarterback extreme and then, you know, no one would trade with me and I ended up giving them away for, you know, for a discount and this strategy sucks and you suck. And I'm just like, I I didn't tell you to, that you have to trade them away. That's not the strategy. The strategy was never about drafting these quarterbacks. So you, so you're forced to trade them away and give them away at a discount. Because you're right. There's, there's, you know, if 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 I see somebody who knows that they have to trade away any player at any position, that if they're willing to give away that leverage, guess what happens in in those trade negotiations. I'm going to run right over them and I'm going to get, I'm going to get an even bigger discount than, you know, than, than what they're imagining. So yeah, you, you, you you have to go into it almost just assuming that you're not going to be able to trade them. And like I said, at this point, I don't know that I want to trade them. I don't know that I want to give up that depth. That depth is just too valuable and gives me too much of an advantage in a weekly basis. And at that point, if everybody knows I'm not actively trading these guys, I don't need to, I don't, I don't really want to. Then there, I just took back the trade leverage. If somebody does want to give me an offer for one of those quarterbacks, they're going to pay full price because it's going to hurt me. Even with five quarterbacks, it's going to hurt me to trade one of them away.
1: A couple things. They, uh, one thing, I, I kept thinking about it is this is sort of the that's kind of underplayed with this is the psychological aspect to it both as you as the person doing it like you said I think there's going to a, a lot of, may, maybe not obviously not you specifically but a lot of people I think there's going to be this pressure to are not going to love the way the roster looks if they try doing this. Um, like I, I was in, somebody was in a mock with you, show me one of your rosters uh, in February. And I was just like, oh my God, I couldn't handle that.
0: (laughs) 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 And, and,
1: but not only that, you've mentioned this uh, on your show before is this the, the psychological aspect? And again, you keep saying you're not pushing the trading as hard, but if somebody does this with the idea of trading them, the, there's definitely that thing where a lot of the league is going to be like, what, what is this guy doing? Like, yeah. screw that guy. I'm not trading for his quarterbacks. He just it like hits
2: at you. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And, and th- that could be a real thing. And I get, I, I also don't think there's the urgency there for most people. Um, If they have at least two, uh, it can have, you know, if they get an injury, then, then you're, you're, you're in a sweet spot as you guys like to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh but, if if everyone manages to maintain two for most of the year, or, or maybe they get an injury and they pick up, you know, Joe Lute or Jake Luton or something like that, and they're like, fine, I'm just going to go with that. And I think a lot of the league is just going to be like, eh, I, I don't know if I want to trade with this guy. I don't, you know, that kind of thing. I, I think that there is that psychological impact, at least at the beginning, anyway.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Once, <laughs> once you hit that playoff run, though, that, that changes. Fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
2: All right, But that,
0: that also leads me into the last question that I really had planned or figured out as we were all talking. And it's really just for Rocky because the idea of it, what, let me just ask the question, you'll see why. Uh, what happens if you find yourself in a league that isn't very active? Like your defense is always, well, I could just go trade for Matt Ryan. I could go trade for this, trade for that. Does not having safety at the quarterback position scare you a bit if you find yourself in a league that maybe people aren't willing to move quarterbacks very easily?
1: It's funny you're asking that because, uh, one of the things I thought about going into this show is the, the one time this might would work is would be the time to do it is if you're in a league that's not trading. But my answer to that is get out of that
2: league, leave the league. I, I mean, <laughs> that's clearly that's my, my answer, <laughs> but you
1: know, but no, really. I mean, I, I, we, we talked about this on trade addicts this week. I, I. I don't want to be in leagues that aren't fun. If leagues are not trading, it's it's most likely not going to be very fun. We we said trade. It's not, fun isn't all about trading, but if nobody's active, it's it's a lot less fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: it's it's not as fun. That's for sure, I, and I I agree with that. But I mean, I I don't think that. It Like, it can be an active league, and you still don't see quarterbacks moving all that much. And you certainly don't see quarterbacks moving without, again, with a quarterback going the other way.
0: Oh, and if you haven't picked this up yet, we are absolutely doing part two that is just going to be a trade show where we're going to find <laughs> trades that pretty nice. much are quarterback for non-quarterback and see how you guys feel about those trades. Yeah. Just we letting you know in case it. you didn't infer that already. <laughs> we're going we're we are- to...
2: I We're hate gonna... the trades. I, I, I like the, I like the premise. I hate the trades. I can tell you that right now, but I, what um, we I also think on, have to do I a sequel show
1: saying. though, uh, talking about the, 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 the startup that me and John are going to do sometime later. So yeah, <laughs> you, you can, we, that need to, we need to, <laughs> to live
0: stream that, that, uh, that <laughs> this startup. Is,
2: <laughs> this is going to be a multi-part thing for sure. <laughs> but that's it. That's the thing rock. If, if, you know, if let's just say hypothetically that tech mobile, I'm the only one who goes QBX. Everybody else has three quarterbacks and you've got your three. One of them gets hurt. I mean, who who's going to be in a position to trade you one without getting one back in return? And and that's kind of that that is part of the thing with QBX. I'm kind of the only one in a position to do it. Right.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm likely gonna have three. Um and if one gets hurt I'll still have two and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna trade just for a bye week.
2: So <laughs> um. what, if, what if they're both on bye? If they have the share the same bye? because they might not in twenty twenty one. Well, I mean we I don't think that we'll know in March. I don't remember when the schedules come out, but I think, I think in April. Think, yeah, so we won't we won't know yet. But you know, even if they have, even if you avoid that in 2021, uh, this is still dynasty. In 2022, you could absolutely run into that and have no idea.
1: Yeah, and then uh, I, I definitely, yeah, I, I just, I don't worry too much about one. Yeah, it could lead to a loss, but I just don't get too hung up on one week.
0: Um, Rocky's team is so damn good that one game. Exactly, That's all the what he's guys I'm to getting say. at those other positions. That's what he's to I'll say. take zero
1: he, at he quarterback, and I'll still nice. win. There you go. <laughs>
0: it's nice, and I just shoved that out of the way.
1: Or I, I pick up, like I said, a Jake Luton or a, a Joe Flacco, or a, you know, whatever, or or trade for for QB 32 in the league if I can, or something like that.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, we're hit about hitting that hour mark, and I ran out of questions, so let's hit up our closing arguments for now. And like we've said, there's going to be more chapters to this, so don't feel like you gotta just, you know, no cheap shots. Let's just let's keep it civil, but keep it a little angry. Um, <laughs> I let Rocky go first before, so John, why don't you give us your closing arguments for QBX?
2: Yeah, like I said, I mean, it it, it really just is, you know, the the trade value is great. The fact that the trade leverage is great. The fact that you're the only one with the opportunity to trade away quarterbacks without getting any in return. But at the end of the day, for me, the, the whole, the whole point behind QBX is to have enough of them that you keep a quarterback at super flex at all times, and even give yourself the opportunity to play matchups and stream both quarterback and super flex within your roster because you know we know how powerful that can be in one QB to be able to stream. That opportunity isn't there in Superflex. But you can create it within your own roster by taking a minimum of five. The QB early part, the main reason to do that is just because that's what it takes to get to five of them. You have to start early, especially when ADP is kind of dictating eight of them, nine of them in the first round like it is right now. The only way that you're going to be able to get five when they dry up by the 10th round is to start early. And yeah, Rocky. I'm
1: just, I'm going to, yeah, obviously go the other way. And I just tell the, the value that you can get at this other position. Like I, we are in a startup now where I have managed to maneuver myself out of the first into four seconds. I, I mean, I can get like Kelsey and and Swift and, and Adams and uh, Jefferson, and, you know, I have the foundation of my team, uh, maybe go someone even younger than Adams for years to come, even without quarterback, and still have guys later that I can think. Like I said, my guy this off season is Kirk Cousins, and he can be a low end QB one for me. Uh, Stafford may still be available in that thirteen to twenty four range; he can be a QB one for me. Uh, I just think you are going to get those. You are going to get enough points just because quarterback. Is, down to 15 18 20 and then again like i said at 80 that's at adp these guys are not going to necessarily finish in production where they are in adp so you can pass up the quarter high-end quarterbacks get enough from the low-end quarterbacks some of which will likely jump up and and you're getting so much value later uh i also just wanted to point out i the, the one thing I didn't get to mention earlier since I did do research is the, the, the whole scarcity thing. And I'm, I keep talking about what, you know, what's going to happen if you have no quarterbacks every year um, there's 50 plus, I looked this up, there's 50 plus quarterbacks that start at least a game. So mm-hmm. it, they're not easy to come by, but, but you can get them even off the waiver wire. They might be crappy, but they might, some of them are not. Um, so it is possible. It was fifty eight in in twenty twenty one. I'm sorry, twenty twenty. And every every year I look back five years, it's been at least fifty. So it's yeah. it's, it's possible. I know they're most. I can't of them believe are bad. you're
2: doing this at the very end of this show. Rock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, my general Dude. thing is just that uh, if you want to say something back, you can.
2: Well, no, I mean, I guess I, uh, the bottom line on that is I would rather save my fab for running backs. Um, rather than uh, chasing quarterbacks every single week, uh, which is what that strategy would entail so uh, i i'm I'm definitely not on board with that one and if you had brought I, it up, I it definitely was- <laughs>
1: shouldn't have brought it up because yeah I, I would not be doing that every single week. I wanted to make that clear I'm just talking about these dire scenarios that you and and Russ were were painting um, for me. But yeah. my general strategy is, like I said, just the value. You get the value at the other positions. Um, you can make do with quarterback and they're way, they're more easily obtainable from non point scoring season to non point scoring season than you would think. And ugh, I probably shouldn't bring this up, but, uh, cause it is a Rocky, little more specific. Don't. Okay. Fine. I'll leave that for another show. I, I had something else <laughs> I was going to add, but I'll just leave it at that. You get the value, not as scarce as you think
0: the end all right well speaking of the end this is the end um well i have been your moderator uh i am russ fisher at dynasty outhouse for qbx i hate that Streamyard mirrors we have john superflex dude hoag and for quarterback a little later we have rocky at dynasty ff addict your name i can't really sing as well um hopefully these guys helped you Man, like, we're not—we don't want you to come out and say, like, no, this guy's right and this guy's wrong. But hopefully, this helps you think about your strategy and built you into. I know John's like sitting here. No, I wanted you guys to come out of this thinking that I was right because I'm doing you right. Like, I could see John's face; <laughs> he's going to shake his head, no. But no, he's in the. I could see inside his soul, and that's what he's thinking. Um, I but, was
2: I was sending you guys a screenshot of one of my mock drafts where I took six quarterbacks. Uh, I just <laughs> sent that in the in our Twitter DMs. <laughs> um, and I, I expect that to go up on uh, on your refri- refrigerator, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> with a big uh, red circle and going oh. through it.
1: This may have uh, been the one I was shown, by the way.
0: And yeah, I just, no, no. no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so good.
0: Well, on that friendly note, we are going to call this a show. We are going to come back for more because I just love making these two guys argue with each other. Uh, but... This has been a joint venture between Superflex City and the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network. Subscribe, rate, and review both of them because, hey, I do shows on both, in which case that means they're both awesome, right? I mean, that's what it means. Um, On that note, see you next time. Ding, ding, ding.